What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. NXT goes in your house. Worst Matt Riddle loss of all time. Best Matt Riddle win of all time. This is Snap Judgments for NXT May 13th, 2020. It's a Wednesday, of course. Uh, going up head-to-head with AEW. I don't know how AEW's uh, show was, but I can tell you right now, um, this is not at all the best NXT I have seen. Um, we're going to start off uh, with what I'm talking about with Matt Riddle um, because he starts off uh, losing the titles. That's right. Matt Riddle loses the titles. Um, so they start off with the tag team match uh, against Eichner and Barthel of Imperium. Uh, Matt Riddle has a accidental bump on Timothy Th- Thatcher. Thatcher overreacts, leaves. Matt Riddle is left in the ring, and we get the best loss he's ever had because he just gets obliterated by Imperium. Um, if any of you have listened to me before, you know that I entirely respect Matt Riddle's performance ability, and so I love him in the ring. I cannot stand his character. Um, and so I hate him outside the ring. So anytime he's in the ring, I kind of root for him to lose a little bit. Um, that's just me. It's not all y'all. I mean, if you guys, if you guys want to love him, that's fine. If you, if, if you love the, uh, bro thing, that's cool. Um, I'm, I'm not a giant fan of bro. That's probably the most redeeming part of his character. But um, I love Imperium, who they've been um, through all of their time in NXT, uh, whether it's Valter, whether it's uh, Eichner, Barthel, any of them. Um, Just a really, I I am really, really excited for War Games this year because I'm pretty sure it's going to be Imperium versus, oh, pardon me. Imperium versus uh, Undisputed Era. Sorry, I am a little bit tired right now. Um, Imperial took control. Um, Like I said, Riddle accidentally knocked Thatcher off. Thatcher leaves. And and we see new tag team champions. Um, Because Matt Riddle can't handle a two-on-one against a really great tag team, which is fine. Um, I feel crappy about this for one person, and I feel crappy about it for um, the broser weight. Um, I don't know. Like, here's the, or the bruiser weight, sorry. See, I'm, I'm so used to calling them by their tag team name. Um, so I do feel crappy because obviously didn't lose the titles. Um, I, I can't wait for Imperium to be fully united and wherever they're going to be united. Um, this was a, a, an okay match. He, he's, um, you know, Thatcher, Thatcher's sound. Like, he's a really good wrestler. 
Um, and Matt Riddle is is enjoyable in the ring. Obviously, all of Imperium's tag work is is gold. Um, so I mean, it's a sound match. It's it's an okay match. Um, I like that they've moved the titles. I I've said it numerous times. I I don't think leaving the titles in one spot does anything but elevate the person in that spot. I don't think it elevates the title itself. Um, here's looking at you, Jinder Mahal, on the main roster. Uh, but all in all, I mean, it was a good match to get going. It it also set up the the main event, um, which I don't know how I feel about it. Like, like you could advertise for next week, and you could have put something else in here. Um, you could have maybe had a, a longer Finn Balor, Cameron Grimes match, whatever it may be. Um, you know, this is this is an okay match though, uh, and and Riddle looks good even though he got his butt kicked. Um, I just enjoy that Matt Riddle lost, and I don't like that he um, looked good doing it. So. I guess there's that. Um, we'll move on, though, because you guys know how I feel about Riddle. Um, we have Indy Hartwell versus Tegan Knox. Um, I think finally they're moving towards this Tegan-Dakota uh, Kai match that's, that's bound to happen at some point. Um, I, I really, really enjoy Tegan Knox more than I did before when she was pals with Dakota. So... Um, I don't know what it is about Tegan Knox, but I think she just uh, uh, does some really good work. I do think that they they made Indy look a little better than they expected. Um, but you know, it's her debut. She she's gonna take the loss. You go in on, come in on your back, go out on your back, with the exception of like Killer Cross and whatnot, Carrion Cross and whatnot last week. Uh, but he got you know props beforehand. Um. It's uh, it it, I don't know. If if I think they could have gone longer with this, I've read some stuff that other people don't think they would have gone as should have gone this long. But uh, um, I I I enjoyed this match. I really thought it was good. Um, I do think that Knox is getting a push towards the main event of the women's division. So. Maybe a, a more more of a squad. I don't know. This was a good match though. Um, really, really good match. Um, and Tegan looked great. And uh, what's her name? Indy Indy Hartwell. Yeah, Indy Hartwell. Let's say I thought it was Indy. Uh, she didn't look bad by any means. Um, she'll she'll get to that point. Uh, yes, Tegan Knox won with the shiniest wizard. So. Um, good match, good second match, especially because the second matches are typically the low match. Um, so yeah, not a bad match. Uh, then we get to the cruiserweight championship. I will flat out say this will be the worst week in cruiserweight championship. I didn't know which matches they were going to do this week. Um, I was fairly certain they were going to hold off on Tazawa this week, mostly because he wrestled on Monday. And then also... Tazawa is, I think, I think he's coming out of that, out of that bracket, two and zero. The only reason, or three and zero, the only reason they don't is if they're going to do three and one or two and ones across the board. Um, and if they're doing two and ones across the board, they mess it up later on. So, um, but I think for some reason that they're going to go two and ones. 
that, that Sazawa's coming out of that. And then I think there might actually be three two and ones on the other side. Um, Tony Nice was taking on Jake Atlas here. Uh, this was a Nice play spoiler Jake Atlas win to stay in match. Um, Atlas gets the win. I do like his cartwheel DDT. I'm, it's growing on me. Atlas is growing on me. He's still he's still very fake baby face. And so I don't like fake babies. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm Drake Maverick's biggest fan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was meh. <laughs> I, it, that's how I feel about Jake Atlas. Just meh. I wish I wish there was more of a character there, I guess. Um, but Nice Nice does take the loss to Jake Atlas. Um, that cartwheel DDT is very cool. Um, he's, he's enjoyable to watch. He really is. Uh, nice is again the best heel in this tournament. Uh, but I just don't see him as that believable for a heel. Um, and he's on three here, so now he's out. Um, it's okay. Um, he, he plays a part, and when that time comes, he'll he'll definitely be that part. Um, then we come on to Finn Balor versus Cameron Grimes. You might have heard me earlier. I hope you were listening. Um, Balor and Grimes, uh, in terms of a match, should have been longer than this. I do feel like WWE is going has found a formula temporarily, but uh, what happens in WWE is frequently when they find a formula that works a little bit for these big name matches, um, we get them over that same formula over and over and over. And I think that's what we got here. Cameron Grimes looked pretty dominant throughout this. Um, the, of course, <laughs> Grimes did what he did in the week before and went for the, uh, the cave-in right away then he goes for it right away again Balor of course dodges it and starts actually creating some action here um Grimes dominated most of this match um and then Balor started dominating quite a bit and then Damian Priest came out as the person who attacked Balor I will flat out say I don't know what happened to Balor versus Valter. I don't know why they can't just have this be a talk-up and Balor's getting warm-ups and stuff. I really thought the attack was supposed to be Valter or the other members of Imperium. I think they could have done that. Um, They did not do that. And so it turns out Damian Priest is the one who attacked Balor. Um, You know, as though he didn't just have... An amazing showing against Keith Lee, an amazing showing against Dominic Dijakovic, an amazing triple threat match. I mean, the dude's there. So I don't think you have to have him foe attack Balor. Maybe even a foe attacking the Undisputed Era would be a better move. Um, sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, so obviously him attacking Balor happened behind the rest back uh takes out Balor's left knee with the uh nightstick uh Balor gets back into the ring um Grimes manages to hit the cave in which is a coup de grave not from the top rope um actually hits Balor 
on the back of his shoulders as he's getting up, and then Balor manages to flip backwards very hard and sell this, and it was very good, very good bump taking by Balor. So that needs some serious thumbs up here. Um, and then, of course, Grimes gets the win. Uh, at that point, Grimes gets out, you know, just going, oh, yeah, I won, I won. And, and it was dirty, cheap win, and that's fine. Um, Damian Priest comes back to the ring with a steel chair and the the nightstick. Um, hits the uh, hits the crossroads or whatever he calls it. Um, it's the crossroads, and Cody does it better. Um, that's the only props you're going to hear to AEW from me. Onto a that said steel chair, and then puts the steel chair over Balor and starts, you know, basically saying, "Yeah, I was the one that attacked you. Um, I want my name to live forever." All that jazz. Um, <laughs> um, I like Cameron Grimes. I liked the match. I liked his setups. I like Balor right now. And I didn't understand where they were going with this match last week. Both of them look good. And the interference does sell something. Um, I just don't... I'm frustrated. Anytime Balor comes out, whether it was to face Velveteen Dream, whether it was... Which ended up being the attack. Whether it's Cameron Grimes. Whatever it may be. Anytime he comes out... I'm pissed off that I don't get the Valter match. Um, and I understand COVID-19, man. I get it. You gotta, it, if WWE is so bad at writing long, long storylines when they have one written and it gets messed up, they're like, ah, it's not a long storyline. So, uh, it's not long enough. It can be long enough though. You can do a little bit longer matches on these shows. You can give us more of certain things. Um, I don't remember if this is where it, if the, there was only two promos worth noting. There were other promos on the show, but I didn't really enjoy any of the others and I'm not going to harp on them. Um, but since I did say promo, I'm going to go ahead and take a break here and remind you guys, tweet this episode, tweet this episode with the hashtag raw and order WBU get entered to win two t-shirts. You do that and tag your favorite indie wrestler or your favorite wrestler, as far as I'm concerned, it can be a WWE wrestler. Smarks doesn't want it to be a WWE wrestler. That's because he wants you to watch AEW and listen to his review more than listen to this. Don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for that at all. You go ahead and tweet this out. I did Joey Ryan when I did it. Um, I can't win, though, so that doesn't matter. Um, tweet this out. <laughs> And go ahead and use an NXT wrestler. Maybe Cameron Grimes. That's kind of a new guy. Um, but at your favorite wrestler. And automatically that entry, entry to win two shirts goes to three shirts. And you'll also get um, another entrance in, in the contest. So... Uh, really, really a cool way to win this. Um, please, by all means, go to Twitter, tweet this this episode, any of our other episodes as well. Preferably the NXT reviews or review or shows that I that I do because you know you love DAV, right? Um, 
put those out there in the Twitterverse. Uh, help us grow our market, and we will help you grow your wardrobe. That's what we'll do. I like that. Help us grow our market. We'll help you grow your wardrobe. Anyway, um, I don't remember if right after this is what promo came. I want to say that this was the Gargano family dinner. Um, I love dinner with the Garganos. Love dinner with the Garganos. Uh, I know there's been a ton of people who've talked about the um, Montreal Mayhem or Montreal Melee. Cool thing, but it's a one-time setup. This is a weekly thing, and they are doing a great job with this. I am creeped out by the cup on the table, but at least it has a vase over it. Um, I love the little segues into we're setting this up. So it looks like we're going to have Gargano versus Keith Lee. That's going to be fun. It looks like we're going to have Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. So we're going to have the couples match. We might even get a mixed match tag here. I don't know. That'd be kind of fun. Um, but uh, I love that segment. And if that's what was right after this, it's either that or NXT announcing that they're going to be in your house, 25th anniversary. Um, I'll get into that because I do actually have some opinions on that. But I love this segment and I love the, the transition and I love the almost schizophrenic feel to these segments. Um, the, the paranoid schizophrenic. It's just the... It's a good feel without going too far, like the, the, the switch, the, you know, just the switch goes off in their head during these, and I, and I love it. I, this is way better than A Moment of Bliss. This is way better than the KO show. This is way better than Miz TV, um, and it's off-site, and I like that. It just, it builds feuds, and it sets, it tells a story and you kind of fall in or out of love, however you want to say that, with the characters. This is working right now, so got to give them that. Um, I'm still annoyed by the Walter Balor thing. Um, sorry. <laughs> we get into the second of the uh, of the matches. Um, yeah, see, I, this is why I think that... Um, well, you're not going to have an 0-3 there. So this is why I think that Tozawa wins this outright. Um, we've got Gallagher versus Isaiah Scott. Um, Gallagher looks... I, I'm going to say Gallagher. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too American for this. Um, Gallagher looks really good in this match. Uh, he takes on Swerve Scott. Um, apparently, and I must have missed this, but uh, you know, I, was, I had to rewatch it. Um, Swerve gets attacked by Tony Nese. I, and I think this is just setting up Nese versus bottom versus bottom to say, hey, look at us, uh, which is fine. Um, Gallagher, when Swerve gets into the match, Gallagher gets the upper hand, um, kind of beats on him, cranks on him. There's a, there's a lot of hitting him in, uh, in the right spots and uh, strikes and everything. There was a really, really cool... Um, guillotine choke out of this guillotine choke out of this uh, really cool where he just jumped up and fell back that was phenomenal on this one but in the end um, Gallagher gets it with the uh, with the discus uh, discus kick or discus punch sorry um, I, I personally am not a huge fan of the early attacks but it does give a reason for um 
swerve not to go two and one, which I guess opens up the door for, you know, one and one or one and two, one and two, and two and one, and two and one. Um, if there's an upset, it, it, it sells value to next week's match, which I like. Um, I just don't understand. I think you have to go either four, you have to go three, four, or six in that final. Um, and, and I, and I don't see, obviously we're at a point now where we have one and two, one and two. Um, yeah, I think it's one and two, one and two in that division. And then Tozawa and Phantasma, Phantasma is one and one still, and Tozawa is two and oh, um, I think you get an unbeaten Tozawa there. And I think you get three from the other side, and that gives you four in this. So that's what I think happens. I don't know. Maybe you have maybe you have five. Maybe you because it's reasonable to think, but um, it also helps Gallagher look like more of a stud. I I just this will be as I said the worst week of the cruiserweight tournament. Um, it just it's just not fun. Next, we get Caden Carter and Aaliyah, and I'm counting on seeing Zia Lee again. I'm jacked for it. I'm pumped. I don't get it. So is going to interfere with Zia Lee, but Zia Lee is just going to let it happen? Like, not okay. Um, Caden Carter versus Aaliyah in this match. Um... I'm, I'm, I'll say it. My give a damn was really busted on this match. It wins. I elite didn't come out. Um, I did get a little bit excited that, uh, Robert stone came out. I don't necessarily think that Aaliyah is anywhere near the level of talent that Chelsea green is. I love Chelsea green. I love her with Robert stone. Um, Aaliyah, tries to get a little bit showy here. Um, there's this, it actually ends up being technically a good match until Robert Stone comes out. There's just no story getting told. There's no Zia Lee coming out. There is Robert Stone coming out. Caden Carter doesn't do much of a storytelling anyways. They, they haven't created much of a character for her yet. Um, they will. And I think eventually she's there. Technically, this is a really sound match. And then at the end of this match, um, Aaliyah's trying to get a little bit more show buddy. She goes up to the second rope, looks back, looks at Robert Stone, goes up to the third rope. At that point, Caden Carter jumps up, knocks her down. Uh, Caden Carter picks up the win. Um, I don't know. Um, she uh, she applied a, a submission for the win. I I'm not a fan of Aaliyah. I just uh, she doesn't sell me on anything. Um, this Robert Stone looking for another person is a really cool little thing. Um, I, I, this could get really, really cool. This could be, this could be, uh, women's tag titles landing in NXT. This, which is a really good way to elevate some really good talent in that women's roster. Um, this could be... I think there's a lot to do here. Um, I think it elevates Robert Stone as a manager. Uh, we may see him take on a male competitor at some point. 
I just think that there's uh, there's some really good sides to this Robert Stone setup. Uh, I went into this match expecting worse than I got. I, I went into this match expecting something different than I got. I was upset that I got something different than I got. When Robert Stone showed up, I was okay with getting something different than I got. And when I rewatched it, I, I got, I think I got better than I was expecting. Um, but it's, it's by, by pencil shavings. I really, really am expecting more Zia Lee, um, Aaliyah. I, I, I really want Aaliyah's nose broken again. Even kayfabe, not like real broken, but kayfabe again. I just, I, I there needs to be some type of Zaylee just dominance of Aaliyah that just kind of makes her puppy dog cower into a corner, um, or she joins up with uh, Robert Stone and Zaylee takes the big butt kicking because of you know dirty tactics or whatever. Um, I don't like that idea because I think Zia Lee is less than six months away from being a women's championship contender. And I know that there are people out there who will disagree at which point they should go ahead and at me at DA Vincent K Fabe and tell me I'm an idiot. But Hey, while you're doing it, go ahead and hashtag this episode and share it and tell me how much I'm an idiot at DA Vincent K Fabe. You can also, at another wrestler. See, I did it twice. Okay, that's enough in the middle promos. Um, I don't know. I wasn't in love with this. After this, I, I'm 100% sure after this is where we get... Those two promos might be mixed up. I don't know. Um, but I think this is where we get Triple H and HBK talking um, about the fact that NXT is bringing back the In Your House pay-per-view. Um as part of NXT TakeOver. I like this. The problem is it's a 25-year-old pay-per-view that they're bringing back. That's not the horrible problem. When you're celebrating a 25-year-old pay-per-view, you have to remember everything about it. They gave away a house at that first pay-per-view, at the first in your house. I think the first two or three. Um, it was their it was their separate segment um, pay per view. Um, there was only so many years that it ran, but I think they the first two or three of them they gave away a house, and I know the first one they did they gave a house to a fan to a member of the WWE universe. Uh, I think they said fan back then because it was twenty five years ago and they didn't say universe and all that stuff. Um, and uh, I think that's probably an appropriate throwback here. I really do. Um, in terms of the segment itself, it was a really good segment. They talked about HBK had a match with, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Um, Road Dog was there. So, uh, he talked about his match at that in your house. It was his, his first match, um, as a singles competitor. And now mind you, this is while he's still roadieing for Jeff Jarrett. That's how long ago this is. Um, and uh, Triple H had a match with Henry Godwin. Um, <laughs> there's there's some funny segments to this. It really is. Um, I don't know how excited I am about in your house. Uh, I I I think if you're gonna do a throwback though, you got to do throwback all of it. 
um, and giving away a house, you know, fifty thousand dollar house, hundred thousand dollar. You don't have to give away anything fantastic, um, depending on where you're doing it at. You know, you do it in a place with a really crappy market, and and choose something kind of mid market. Um, one of the things that I that I will say when I watch house hunters with people. I'm not going to go too in-depth there, uh, but when I watch House Hunters with people, every time they're Atlanta in Atlanta, I'm just like, I could buy that house. That house is in the place where I live in Nebraska, is a 3 to $4 million house, and they're selling it for like 125 in Atlanta. So, you know, just go up to Atlanta and do it for that show or whatever. Give away the, the house in Atlanta, even though you're there. That's the only thing I would say. Um, other than that, um, I love this whole segment. They talked about how Road Dog was under the desk, which I think is hilarious. Uh, um, yeah, just uh, the whole thing was really, really decent there. Um, you know, I've been looking for grills and I started looking online at them today. Every ad, every ad I look at is for a grill, just for future reference. Me plugging stuff on this show, hashtag still not sponsored, hashtag raw and order WBU, hashtag share this episode, um, hashtag at your favorite wrestler, um, is less annoying promo than having to look at the thing that you searched in Google for one time. Just saying... So now we get to the main event that is a re- refreshing of what happened earlier. Um, Thatcher versus Riddle. Uh, this is, to quote JR, this is a slobber knocker. Um, this is a great match. Um, Riddle wants revenge. Thatcher wants to stop being annoyed by a bro annoying guy um it it's uh this is a good match there was no no serious control anytime um there is a couple times that i really i mean thatcher towards the end took complete control of this match and he did it by doing what most of us considered the obvious move when when riddle started wrestling and that was stomped on riddle's foot he stomped on his bare foot right there in the ring um, and then he, you know, starts working into his submission stuff, uh, working on the back, working on the arm, working on the arm bars, uh, working on the leg. There's a point where they roll from submission to submission, submission. Uh, there's a point where Thatcher puts in a, a knee bar, um, poorly and Riddle's kicking and hitting and trying to get out of it and everything. And Thatcher's, you know, this, there's just a lot of movement in this. This is, um, there's a lot here. And this could be really good matches. Um, this needs to continue. Uh, it needs to continue with backstage uh, attacks. It needs to continue with working their way through maybe two to three pay-per-views. Um, instead of just one, uh, it needs to continue with Pete Dunn coming back. The Bruiser weight coming back. Bruiser weight. Wow. I've got to get that out of my head. 
uh, the Bruiserweight coming back and, and joining up with Thatcher and attacking Riddle and a mystery opponent. I mean, the whole thing can just sequence over and over and over. They they hit suplexes. They did everything. I mean, the, this can sequence through three to four months, and it can certainly sequence through COVID-19. Um, this is a good set, um, and I didn't realize how good it was going to be until it happened. The reason I call this the worst Matt Riddle win of all time, um, or best Matt Riddle win of all time, um, is because he got his ass handed to him throughout this match. Um, but it was a very, very good match. Well worth the watch. I am not going to um, ruin this for you. Uh, they can build a lot here. This might be a takeover in your house where they won't be giving away your uh, house, which is sad. Again, I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't. It's just if you're going to do a throwback, do a throwback to the whole thing. Especially when there's something as big as giving away a house. Um, so as you guys know, I don't grade at all promos, but I only talked about the two I liked. There was a bunch of others in there, I'm sure. Um... If we go back to the beginning, I'm going to go ahead and look at this. Uh, first match, Matt Riddle lost. So, like, that starts it at a 10, and then it works its way down. Uh, we didn't get enough of, of uh, Tim Thatcher, and I don't like cheesy losses. Um, but I love Imperium. So, I, this is going to get nine convictions. This is a reasonable match at uh, eight. If I have to call it reasonable, then it's eight. Um, it's a very good opener. Um, it has some hype to it. Anytime you have Imperium involved, there's going to be hype. Um, yeah, I'm not disappointed with this. Second match, um, Indy Hartwell versus Tegan Knox. It's a squash. I mean, squashes start at fives. Because I like Tegan, it moves up to a six. I think it stays there. Um... The, the promo right after it where we get some Dakota Kai teasing that they're, that the more with Tegan maybe oh uh, because we get that I'm 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 leaving it at a six so um because it did feed a match that already happened which was nice um Tony Nese Jake Atlas again Atlas is growing on me I don't love him still I don't know um Nice can really play this 03 start though to be to be the reason for more heelish work and the longer they keep Drake Maverick who can consult him and teach him a little something the better it is for WWE because Drake Nat Maverick understands heel work so Rockstar Spud I'm lobbying for your job you have a lot to teach these guys could be fun. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I have to give that a, a rating. We knew Nice was going to lose. We knew if he did get the win, it was going to be just create two obsolete guys. Um, I think we, we ended up just getting one in the tournament. So the problem is there, there's just not a lot of stakes at this point. So I, I guess you have to say that it's it's uh, um, the result was right. The stakes uh, are tough to keep in a round robin tournament. 
especially when a dude's already mathematically eliminated. Um, yeah, I, uh, if it doesn't build Nice's heel work, then it probably wasn't worth doing. You could probably just have Nice walk out of the ring and say, I'm not having this match. I can't even win the tournament, you know, type thing. Um, maybe, maybe a little more of a temper tantrum. Uh, Finn Balor, Calvin Grimes, this did not go long enough. Uh, if I'm going to give it a score, I have to give it a score. Um, it did develop both of the characters, so I'm going to have to give it a score of an eight. Um, but that's taking, that's independently taking the match because the storyline sucks right now with Finn Balor because a whole lot of people bought in to the Volter thing and we're not getting Volter for quite some time. So for that reason, I'm a little pissed off about it. Um, but Grimes was elevated out of it. Balor wasn't hurt out of it uh, in terms of, of where people see him. Um, yeah, I'll give it to you. It's uh, seven, seven to eight, somewhere in there on the convictions. Gallagher versus Isaiah Scott told way more story than, um, than the negative that there is. And, and for that reason, I think this has probably got more value. Um, it's still, in terms of the tournament, I'm 100% positive it's a throwaway match because they're now both one and one or one and two. Um, because they're both one and two, I think you have to end up throwing using this as a throwaway match. Uh, but we elevated Jack Gallagher, and everybody likes Jack Gallagher. Uh, we uh, elevated Isaiah Scott. Everybody likes Isaiah Scott. Um, and we built a future feud. So none of those are worth being depressed about. Caden uh, Carter versus Aaliyah. You already heard my opinion. I, I, I didn't think that. I don't think there were any stakes here. I really don't. Um, and I was glad they made some stakes, but this could have just been a, uh, this could have just been a match and Zaylee came out and knocked Aaliyah out again. Um, instead it, it, I think they tried a little too hard to make stakes here. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, Robert Stone picks up another woman. There's going to be a, a reduction to the value of the Robert Stone Enterprise. I don't, I don't know. I, this has a lot of question marks around it. Three and a half convictions. Because though the match was decent and they both look technical, uh, I have no... The, the, I You're not going to sell me on this storyline until Robert Stone picks up somebody else. So that's where I'm at. Uh, and Riddle and Thatcher, um, this match is a 10. I mean, this match is lights out. Um, it tells a story, uh, uh, it's a good match, um, gosh, if you could have made this an Iron Man match, or if it becomes an Iron Man match, I, I think, I, I am so sold on this feud right now, um, and I am ready to watch Matt, Matt Riddle just get his ass handed to him by Thatcher, I, there's a lot you can do with this, um, Oh, by the way, I should mention that Thatcher attacks Riddle after the the fact, um, twice with his uh, uh, that armbar called anyway with his with his reverse armbar, um, and it just looks vicious. Like this, this feud could go places. This feud could go the places that I expected 
um, Dijak and Keith Lee to go where it did go there, but it didn't keep going there. I don't know. Uh, this was really, really good. Um, and I'm really, really excited to see um, Big Man versus Gargano later on. So when this happens, it's going to be great. We did. Oh, I forgot. There is one more promo. We got a Carrion uh, Cross promo. It was okay. Um, but he didn't perform tonight, so I don't have to make fun of that. Uh, again, um, as a whole, the, like I said, the, that main event got a 10, but as a whole, the show is not the best it's been for a while. Um, the lack of stakes in the, in the, uh, cruiserweight division tournament. Um, I really expected to see Jake Atlas lose here. Um, so I guess we're probably most likely going to have a four man tournament, the fatal four way, uh, which is fine. Um, I just was expecting a three person so Jake Atlas is going to be in the in the title final unless it's just Tozawa versus Kushida which I think would suck um, there's way too many other stories to tell here so especially turning and turning Atlas heel maybe could happen there with him attacking oh, I'm the biggest uh, biggest fan of uh, Drake Maverick I'm, I'm a huge Drake Maverick fan yeah yeah and then just ruining it for Drake, Drake Maverick over and over and over again in that match. That would be cool. So, the show as a whole gets a six. I mean, it's not great. Um, Raw was better. This is the first time I'll ever, ever, I've said that since we've been doing these. Um, Raw was, was better. Um, I just, I think we need, uh, we need uh, a little more storytelling. I think this 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 was a setup storytelling show. It's what you expect to see halfway between two pay-per-views. And so I'm not disappointed in it. I'm glad I watched it. Um, but I'm going to give it a six. And that's the end of that. Just a reminder, Raw and Order WBU, Raw and Order Snap Judgments, Raw and Order um, FBI all go on throughout the week. The Snap Judgments, there are four shows of that. There's one WBU. There is one FBI. You get a whole bunch of Raw and Order throughout the week. Six episodes per week. Um, please, please, please visit us and our partners at tatnusco.com. We are part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. You can go listen to Nyla Rose talk about uh, RPGs. Um how fun is that in the dice box slam on that one? You can listen to Tatnus talk about his MMA career. A lot of fun there. We had a blast talking with him several weeks ago. I'd love to do it again. Uh, maybe we can even invite him on for uh, the next shirt giveaway. Um, just a reminder that the shirt giveaway, the shirt giveaway is a continuation of the previous one. Our winner, Kevin, still gets to keep his previous shirt. Um, but giving away more shirts and the reason we're giving away more shirts is because we messed up and we didn't get our podcast out soon enough so we're giving you more time to do this we're also going to include kevin's other entries and all the other entries in the other one so we're going to really ramp this up we want to see you guys tag your favorite pro wrestler uh, we want to see you guys uh use the hashtag raw and order wbu and share these podcasts these are a lot of fun we love doing them for you guys um and we're glad that you guys are listening 
We want to thank you, most importantly with this, for helping us grow exponentially over the last month and a half. Um, It's been amazing. We really want to thank those of you who've been listening since August when we started. Um, You guys are are the lifeblood of this, um, and we're just happy to get more lifeblood here. So thank you to everyone who listened to the Raw and Order podcast, um, and a very special thank you to those who will tweet this out. Um, and tag their favorite wrestler in it. So, um, I think that's all the rules I'm supposed to cover. Um, you know, Smarks likes to give us all rules, and he is the rules. Uh, I'm Smarks, and I'm the the podcast host, and it's mine. It's not yours, dude. It's not yours. It's these fans' this podcast, man. They're the ones who love listening to it. That's right. I'm calling you out right here, live on this podcast again. I'm calling you out so hard, I want to do a prediction show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prediction show. Head to head. You and me. Yeah? What do you say? Huh, Smarks? You up for a head to head? You up for a contest? I'm calling you out, Smarks. Anyway, I am D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. Thank you for listening to Snap Judgments for NXT May. 13th 2020 we have been we we it is a pleasure recording these for you guys um someday we hope to meet some of you live anyway uh make sure you should like share subscribe do all the things that you're supposed to do um smarks will kill me if i don't say doobly do so i'm gonna say doobly do's i don't really know what a doobly do is and other than an annoying statement Uh, But most important, like, share, subscribe, uh, share with a hashtag raw and order WBU. You'll be entered into the contest and make sure to at your favorite wrestler. And the reason I say at your favorite wrestler is because then you get three shirts and you get a bonus entry. So hitting at and doing, I don't know, at Joey Ryan, like I did um, at Cody Rhodes. Maybe you want it. Maybe you want Darby Allen. Maybe you want somebody a little more. Uh, non-domestic, like, I don't know, Will Ospreay. Maybe you want uh, uh, somebody from New Japan, you know? Uh, Maybe Anderson or Gallows, you know? You take your pick. Maybe you want somebody who just got fired. Maybe you want somebody who got fired and still working um, in uh, Drake Maverick, but you're going to have to go Rockstar Spud there. Um, Maybe maybe you want Mike and Maria, you know? Maybe you want to support their baby. Uh, you know, that's a fun thing to do. Maybe want Charles Robinson, who's been a, a ref forever. I bet he's got shirts out there. Whoever you choose to do that with, like, share, subscribe. Hashtag Raw and Order WBU at your favorite wrestler. Maybe Charles Robinson's the way to go. Anyway, thank you for listening. Snap Judgments NXT May 13th, 2020. We will catch you guys on SmackDown Review two nights from now smackdown so probably saturday mornings when that's going to upload um thank you again to all of our fans uh keep listening keep showing love thank you bye